Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're gonna to be talking about season two, episode 15. That is the question, part two. I love how you can't look at me while I do it. <laughs> well, it's it was the getting yourself pumped up and then the hand gestures that you were doing after, like during. Finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I, only I can do push-ups. Um, I think you can. I can do them on my knees really, really well. Nice. Nice. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, this episode first aired February 17th, 1999. The Netflix episode summary says, As rumors about Jack's sexuality continue unabated, Pacey sets out to stop a teacher's relentless harassment. Pacey, standing up for everybody. Mm, we love to see. We love to see activist Pacey. We do. This episode, part two, also written by K Dubs and Greg Berlanti, and directed by Gregory Prange. Greg. Personally, I think Jerry Maguire is an interesting choice for Pacey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's our um, cold open it's... is Pacey's uh, crashing with Dawson and just watching Jerry Maguire on loop. For well, I don't think that he's watching the whole movie on loop. I think he's watching just this one scene where Jerry Maguire quits. <laughs> I could see that actually, because he's like, "Man, I'm like Jerry Maguire," and I'm like, "No, you're not." Yeah, that does make me think then that he hasn't watched past that scene. It's a cute cold open, though. Pacey asks about Jack, and Dawson says that he seems okay, but is keeping a low profile. It's been a day, I think maybe. <laughs> well, he's supposed to come back to school tomorrow. Oh, so then I guess it's been a week. And he was suspended for a week. Then that also Which tracks. Mm-hmm. Every episode is one week. Man, we've really cracked the code. <laughs> we have. And can I tell you the sense of relief that this has brought <laughs> to me? <laughs> now, what was a bigger sense of relief for you when they finally got the whole mascot thing figured out or or this? I think I'll tell you that I'm honestly on edge for both. But this, because every single time I see a Cape Side High uh, sign, I look. I do too now. I'm on edge. And I honestly don't even remember what it's supposed to be, but I'm just like, oh, fucking mascot. They're the Minutemen, but originally it was the Wildcats. Well, I don't want no Minuteman. No one does. Remember that song from the early aughts? Missy Elliott and Trina. Oh, man. Missy Elliott. That's all. I mean, the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The OG. Yeah. Love her. And Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Queen Latifah's from New Jersey. Is she really? Oh, yeah, baby. Damn. She's shooting her show, The Equalizer, in my the town I live in. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. It, well, it's cool sometimes, but sometimes I there's a lot of traffic because transport trucks are trying to pull into these like high school parking lots, and I'm like, you guys. Yeah. Now I know how the other side feels. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> The apartments I lived in before I moved into this apartment had people, one of the houses, it was like our apartment, and then all the rest of the houses were like million-dollar homes. Uh, one of the houses there nobody lived in, it was always for shooting, for filming. And people would, so we had people shooting there at least once a week, and it uh, drove me bonkers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. We get it. We know we're annoying. But as I, the argument I always like to argue is that on the flip side, we are enhancing local businesses, Ooh. supporting local businesses, spending money at local businesses. Mm -hmm. So take that. Haha. -ha. Um, well, as always, we're on track for having a uh, tight show, as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So Dawson, Pace is asking about Andy. Um, Dawson tells him to just call her. Pace says it's not that simple because Andy blames Pacey for dragging another McPhee scandal through the school. And he thinks that she was being short-sighted and immature. So uh, not, uh, you know, they're not in a great place in their relationship, I would say. I swear to God, if these two ever break up, I swear to God, I'm quitting this podcast. Whoa! If they ever break up. She's a great influence on him, but I'm afraid that he's not a great influence on her. I think he is. Cause I, think I don't she... think he's not. I just don't think he's an influence on her at all. <laughs> and she, I wish that he would be. I wish that she would let him be. Yes. Sorry, I had to take a swig of my matcha almond milk drink from Trader Joe's. Oh, sound more L.A. right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, I'm drinking black coffee. Sound more like a tri-state area right now. <laughs> I don't have time to put milk in my coffee. <laughs> You're busy. I'm freaking busy, dude. <laughs> I, when I said the name of the drink, it was to shit on myself. But then when you said it, it just made it even better. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, it's more fun when other people make fun of you than when you make fun of yourself, typically. It's true. It's fun and helpful. And healthy. <laughs> and very healthy. Um, Dawson tells Pacey that he needs to apologize, but Pacey says that, like Jerry Maguire, sometimes you gotta take a stand. And then Dawson reminds him, or I guess maybe tells him for the first time, how the movie ended with Jerry Maguire groveling to get his lady back. Yeah, I'm really not sure Pacey understands the um, message of Jerry Maguire as a movie. I don't think so either. Which really leads me to believe he just watched this one scene. It's kind of like how I, I'm i not entirely sure. Listen, this is not a dig at her. Just in general, I don't know that at the time that she was writing, putting out these songs, Taylor Swift had read all of Romeo and Juliet by the way that it was referenced so often. <laughs> now, in her defense, she was young. Yeah, she was very young. I don't want to, you know, pick on her in case she listens, but... Um, I'm sure she listens. I'm sure she listens. Everyone does. Yeah. Literally everyone. Certainly yeah. our parents. Definitely. <laughs> they know what podcasts are. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Act one. It's school time. And uh, Jen and Ty are all, like, kissing and in love. And Dawson says he's happy for her, which, okay, thanks, Dawson. I guess. Yeah, no one asked you, but whatever. Uh, Dawson, or Jen says that they're planning an evening excursion and invites Dawson. Feels like a bad idea, but okay. At her locker, Jack is playing pack mule when Joey hands him her purse. He's just, she's just like cleaning shit out of her locker. <laughs> uh, so J Joey hands Jack her purse for to hold for like a second. And then some idiot who I'm sure is about 13 seconds away from peaking and then spending the rest of his life in abject loneliness gives a nice purse, McPhee, as he walks off. Good one. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Um, Joey's tired of all the jokes, but Jack's got a solution. Boning on the student green. He okay. says, make love. Um, <laughs> will anyone ever not cringe when someone says making love? No. 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 Because it's the worst term. Make love. Anyway, so yeah, he says making love. Let it be known. <laughs> I, I apologize. I was wrong. Maybe it's because I was trying to forget the fact that he wrote. Yeah, probably. Or that he said make love. Um, they have a little bit of like cute banter. But when Jack leaves her class, Dawson bumps into a very stressed out Joey. So things are not going well in the romance department. Um, Dawson tries to talk to her because no boundaries still. 
Yep. Uh, Biggest eye roll ever. Yeah. And also, Dawson, what are you bringing into this conversation? What life experience have you newly gained? If anything, Pacey should know. Yeah, that's true. Pacey's the only one who has had any successful relationships in this entire experience. Then, uh, so Dawson invites this very stressed out little Joey to this club that he's going to with Jen and Ty because he thinks that'll help somehow. The more the merrier, Dawson. Yeah. And then he even suggests that she brings Jack. Or just do something, just the two of them. He's he's uh, here to help. <laughs> God. Great. Great. So problem solved. Everything's okay. End of the episode. Um, and then in Peterson's class, Pacey's back. But why didn't they just put him in a different class? I don't know. Well, because we live for the conflict. Yeah, that's true. If I was in this class with Pacey and Mr. Peterson, Peterson, I would live for the daily confrontation, like full of angst and anger. I would just love watching them go at it together. Yeah. I'd be in the back with fucking popcorn. You just made me think, though. Do you think that anyone in the class ever called him Penison? Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, judging how stupid they all are. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Peterson gives Pacey shit and then hands him back his poem from the other week with an F and everything. Why an F? Quote, it stunk. So okay. glad to see that Peterson's learned nothing in this week. Um, he tells the class that tells the class from now on grades are subjective. AKA, doesn't matter what he does, Pacey is going to fail this class. Great teacher. Really cool vibes. Really cool. Teacher of the year. <laughs> give him the, take that award away from Tamara and give it to Peterson. There's <laughs> a new winner in town. Uh, yeah, baby. Um, at lunch, Joey tells Jack that they're going to have a romantic dinner on the dock and they'll see where it goes from there. Sex town. <laughs> Making love town. Uh, meanwhile, Pacey at Dawson's nagging goes to talk to Andy. They bicker and both look for an apology uh, that they want the other to give. And then Andy exits with Jack following. And then they're both headed into uh, Mr. Milo's office. And they walk in. Mr. McPhee. Absentee. Mr. McPhee. Absentee father extraordinaire. Here he is. The douche lord is in town. <laughs> douche lord i'm very mature andy is thrilled and then uh, as they hug we get a very heavy look between jack and his dad act two jack calls joey to cancel their plans since his dad wants to take him and andy to dinner uh dad knows everything going on at school so uh should be a good time yeah should be great jack's not nervous about it at all (laughs) um joey sits down and starts to take down her hair but then remembers no joey you don't let a good hair day go out of go to waste, you know? Or the lips, or the cosmetic enhancement. <laughs> so she calls Dawson, and boom! We've got the world's most awkward double date. Ty yep. and Jen and Dawson and Joey. Good luck to all of them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> good luck to us all. Yeah, good luck to the viewers. Um, and good luck to this bar for serving underage um, clientele. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all ordering, like, whiskey meat. I was like, what is this place? <laughs> No one's carting them. All the adults are just like, get on up here, Ty. Like, what's happening? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ty gets up. So Ty orders to the table and then gets up to play the piano. And um, Dawson and Joey both make a, but how on earth can anyone believe in God and play the piano comment? (laughs) What? What? Literally never happened. I know. We all know that uh, piano players are famously heathens. (laughs) But I have to agree with Dawson in this scene. Like, what is Ty's deal? Like, what's up? 
with Ty. Like all of his questions are very valid and I surprisingly agree with him. All of his sentiment throughout this entire scene. Yeah. Jen says that he's got issues and Joey jokes that he's perfect for her. Jen and Joey, per- like cute and friendly. Well, I mean, it was a little uh, of a backhanded compliment, but okay. Yeah, a little bit, but it's like the way that <laughs> Jen responds to it, it's like a little like, I don't know. It's like they're both was, playing along. Yeah, yeah, I was fine with it. And then uh, as we almost have friend chem DM, DM? Friend chem TM. DM us if you like it, though. DM us just with any kind of like <laughs> yeah. thoughts you have yeah, yeah. about anything. It doesn't have to be Dawson's Creek related. Yeah, we're here to talk about literally anything. <laughs> um, Dawson calls out the irony of being single and sitting between two women who dumped him. Because he can't have a nice moment. He can't sit there in silence any more than I can. <laughs> Personally, I mean, he just makes every situation so goddamn awkward. Well, they're at the club. Pacey is at a library looking up the bylaws for teachers. And um, Andy and Jack are out to dinner with their dad. Their dad is played by David Dukes, which is a real bummer of a name. I know. When I saw that in the opening credits, I was like, is that? Wait, I didn't know he acted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, No, that sucks. Yeah. He was in a million things, including The Jeffersons, One Day at a Time, Beacon Hill, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, The Practice, Seventh Heaven, and Allie McBeal. Dawson's Creek was one of the last things he did before he passed away in 2000. Um, Very respectable career. Yeah, very respectable. Here's something wild. He had two wives, Carolyn and then Carol. Carol, his second wife, wrote a book called Life After Death, where a woman tells her husband, why don't you just die? And then he dies of a heart attack on the tennis court. Shortly after her book was done, he went to play tennis and died of a heart attack. Wow, that's wild. I know. Anyway, very respectable career. Bummer of a character, but um, acted. I mean, hell of an acting yeah. job with it. Did a hell Acting. Of acting. Andy is nervously talking to her dad about all the things going on in her life and with their mom. And then when she's done, uh, dad turns to Jack, who's been like silent all night. Jack says, everything's fine. And his dad asks just straight up in a very cool and approachable way, you gay? So like, what's up, you gay or? I mean, I came here for this. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I guess be gay. So I didn't waste the miles. I came here for you. The least you can do is come out for me. (laughs) Exactly. But that line was cut from the original script. Oh, I forgot that you have all the original scripts. Mm-hmm. We should be referencing them more. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> he tells them that this family has enough problems without adding to them. This storyline is just so abrupt, or it feels so abrupt. And it's probably because we're just so woke now. Um, or, you know, I, times are just so different. But it's the whole thing, every time anyone brings a storyline up in, in this show, it's just so on the nose and abrupt and just jarring. Yeah. On that note, dad says that he's the only son he has now. And if he really cared about the family, he'd recognize that there's enough to deal with. So just do me a solid and don't be gay. Cool. Like, yeah, that's along the same tone of like, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Not saying that that's not how parents are even now. No. Which is incredibly uh, tragic, but. Oh God. Uh, Back at the club. Mm, the club. <laughs> Joey and Dawson are slow dancing. Mm. Dawson's trying to be nice and says that he's glad she's there and that Jack is missing out. But it's like he's trying to be nice. Like he's not being nice. He's trying to be nice, but it's yeah. not great. It's not very genuine. Yeah. Um, Joey accuses him of thinking that he's gay. And after after Dawson says she knows him better, he asked if she knows Jack as well as she knows him. 
No, because she's known Jack for two minutes and she's known Dawson for 15 years. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just time wise how it goes. <laughs> like, come on. My Yelp review for this weirdo jazz club would be like, hey, they let 16 year olds just casually drink straight whiskey. Like, first of all, when I was 16, any 16 year old in 1999 at best is drinking screwdrivers. <laughs> that was the first beverage I ever had. Because that's all you had access to. If you were lucky to get your hands on some terrible vodka, all you had was orange juice. Like, no one is casually drinking neat whiskey or any kind of brown liquor neat at the age of 16. I am sorry. You weren't even drinking good beer back then. I'm, I don't know why I'm so passionate about this. <laughs> I'm a very seasoned drinker. I started drinking very young. And I just like this storyline or this like one fact about this show does not play for me. I don't know what it is. It's like me and time. I guess. But like, it's just, it doesn't work for me when these kids are drinking not because they shouldn't be, by all means, but they just don't know to do that. <laughs> right? I just oh, like God. that of everything in this episode, this is the thing that you feel most passionate about. This is about. the hill I am going to die on in this episode. <laughs> oh, man. Um, with Over with uh, Ty and Jen, Ty watches Dawson and Joey dance and says he doesn't understand why Joey want, would want to be with Jack. He says something else that I'm not going to repeat, but... This is, I, I didn't like it. Oh, my God. Yeah. My uh, eyes widened. Yeah. He says if it looks, walks, and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Then he says it's his choice. And Jen says she doesn't think it's a choice. And Ty says that's what they want you to believe. That's not a choice. Quote, nobody has to quack if they don't want to. This whole scene, this whole dialogue made my head want to explode. I, I think uh, we've nailed down Ty. Yeah, I yeah. think I finally got my finger on Ty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it's not a finger I want to have I want, on him. Yeah. Not a great... I actually don't even want to touch him with the 10-foot pole. But Jen, who we love, is and always has been a woke queen. Mm-hmm. We stan. Mm-hmm. And she puts him in his place. Yeah, I loved it. And I love... I, in no way am I surprised, but talk about just like knowing who your characters are. Of course, Jen is going to have yeah, this reaction. Totally. Yeah. At home, Jack bounces the ball against the wall in his bedroom. <laughs> I loved just a Classic. little busy work for him, but I liked it. Um, when Andy comes in to talk, she apologizes for their dad and says life isn't going to be any better until dad comes back. Um, she's right. Like they can't keep doing it this alone. They need help, but... Um, this is not the droid that we're looking this for here. Guy? <laughs> him? Like, it's really hard to decide who to give the worst dad in Capeside Award to, him or Mr. Witter. Maybe they can um, drunkenly play darts. Share it. And they could share it together. Oh, I'd love that for them. Co-worst dads in Capeside. Oh, I like that for them. <laughs> Good for them. Uh, Jack says that they lost their dad when Tim died, and it's not going to be different. True. Yeah. Um, Andy says that there's nothing wrong with wanting their dad to be proud of her. And Jack asked if she ever stopped to wonder if she's proud of him. Truth bomb. Damn. Love that. Speaking of things that I love, we're at Jen's. And Graham says that she really likes Ty, who's over for dinner and being a super annoying suck up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Graham's friggin' loved the milk joke that Ty tells. <laughs> she was like, do you want 
do you want another glass of milk? And he's like, no, thanks. I'm driving. And she all giggles. She's like, oh, you little scamp. She's like all giggling. I was like, oh, Grant, you would love Ty. He's a freaking homophobe. <laughs> but. But Grams. But Grams. So while Grams doing the dishes, Jen and Ty talk about Jack again. Um, Jen asks how he can think it's wrong. And he, fucking classic who like classic gaslighting says he never said it was wrong. He said it was a choice. Sure. But then Jen asks if he thinks it's wrong. And he says, yeah, I think it's wrong. Which like, <laughs> don't make her drive down the fucking road to get to your stupid point. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> then he asks Grams what verse, uh, what's the verse that condemns hom- homosexuality as a sin? And Grams, having no idea what they're talking about, starts to answer just because she loves Bible talk. And so I just love I love this scene because I love what a twist it is because Gramps mm-hmm. is like, oh, I know that one off the top of my head. I'll, I'll give it to you right now because she knows the Bible so well. Uh, Jen cuts her off and then um, asks Ty how she, he can have such a narrow view. And he asks how she can be so narrowly liberal. Narrowly liberal. Jumbo shrimp. <laughs> yeah, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, a little bit of an oxymoron there. Um, he says he doesn't claim to be perfect, but Jack's, quote, kind is damaging the world. Uh, as these two go back and forth, Grams is obviously listening. Finally, she cuts in because we know about season one, Grams. Um, it's a little nerve wracking. <laughs> like, Jen won't let her talk. And I think at that point, weren't you kind of like, yeah, no, Jen, don't let her talk. Yeah, like, for sure. I was like, yo, Jen, knock the- shut this down. Shut this down. <laughs> Take off your shirt. Like, do something to surprise everyone. <laughs> um, but Grams perseveres. And says that if Jack is gay, he doesn't need Ty's judgment. What he needs from everyone is love and tolerance and to save judgment from someone who is much more experienced. You love to see it. Graham swooping in for the win. I loved it. I like how much they've changed Graham's, you know, because she used to be pretty bigoted. Yeah. Uh, so we love to see it. Graham's. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. Bible verses. <laughs> I just love that she, like, knew the Bible verse and then was like, yeah, but fuck that. Like, listen, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. It was a great scene. And it really takes you for a ride of nervousness. I know. (laughs) At the uh, Potter porch couch, Dawson's walking Joey home and asks how she's doing. She says it's stupid, but then asks if she's sexual. And every single 90s girl in the world responded with, yeah. Like, how did you not start singing the Backstreet Boys song when she says, am I sexual? Anyway, big cringy moment also, because it's like, what a weird question. That song is so weird to me because isn't that their first single? No. No? Everybody Backstreet's Back? Yeah. No. Oh, that was always, this is my blowing my mind because that's what I always thought is like, where did they go? This is your first single. You just weren't here yet. Mm. But what was their first single? I think it might have been We've Got It Going On. Hmm. Come on, cause Backstreet's got it. Come on now, everybody, we've got it. I used to love the Backstreet Boys. So no need to ask if you were Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. Yeah, I had a Backstreet Boys newsletter that I sent out to my friends. Oh my God, I love this. (laughs) Tell me more facts. It was just, you know, like, did you know facts about each member and like what they were up to? And I would email it to like seven of my friends. So cute. How many of them did you do? I don't remember. Probably like a few weeks worth. I love that. Yeah, great fact about me. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I really love I'm it. I'm a loser? Cool, yeah. No, no, no. Not at all. With your little, uh, <laughs> like, Jeter poster and your Backstreet Boys CDs. 
Yeah, I like it. Paints a picture. Joey tells Dawson that she knows Jack's not gay, but he's obviously confused about something, and she's wondering if he chose her because she's safe. And this, her delivery of this is so sad. Yeah. And, like, open. Yeah, she's very vulnerable here. Yeah. And it could be, I guess, a really weird scene, but I think that they both sell it so well. Um, She reminds him that he fell for Jen, and she was always just something else to him. Uh, Dawson said that he was just stupid and it took time to see what was really there. He says the question isn't why did Jack choose her, but why did she choose Jack? And then a strong exit for Dawson. Yeah, I mean, this scene turns out to be great because you have Joey being incredibly vulnerable. You have a woman being incredibly vulnerable to someone she was romantically involved with. Mm -hmm. And Dawson's response to her is really genuine, really sweet, and something that, quite honestly, men should be saying more of two women. He's saying, you're feisty. You're, I forget what else she's saying. He says, you know, you're feisty. You have a great personality. You're this or that. And that's what makes you sexy. Like, it's not about just your looks, but that's the general message of what he's saying. And I was just like, wow, good on you. I loved it. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's something that men should be saying to women like, no, you're hot. Let me see your, like, no, you have all these personality traits, some good, some bad, but that's what makes you you. And that's, what someone should be going after. Mm-hmm. What's that song? That's what makes you beautiful. It's a country song. Anyway, that's, that's why it just reminded One me. Direction. Oh, it's One Direction. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, uh, oh, sorry. I forgot that you know uh, boy bands. Okay. Well, I. You knew One Direction yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> I, it was like their biggest hit. <laughs> that's what makes you beautiful. I never got you a don't single know you're beautiful? email from you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you weren't on my uh, 1D email list. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) Uh, The next morning, Pacey's at school with a document for the principal. He went through the bylaws and found all the things that Mr. Peterson is in violation of. He also sent it with witness statements to all the school boards. Because when it comes to Pacey Winter and the school board, things move fast. (laughs) All the school boards, all the school board members. All They're the just like, words. oh, it's good. Yeah, we definitely have time for this. <laughs> um, Andy and Jack's, their dad is already leaving. He's been there for about mm, three hours, so it's time to go. <laughs> Andy's upset. It's morning, by the way. It's like, you know, breakfast time. They're all about to sit down for breakfast. And he's like, okay, well, um, your your brother is uninterested in coming out to me. Uh, me, you're very open and uh, easy to talk to your father. So I'm fucking out of here. You kids can be on your own goddamn selves. <laughs> All adults on this show like kind of speak so properly. Like Graham's, this guy, even Andy's mom, who we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. They're all just, he's like, once you calm yourself down, I will not be spoken to that way. Like my parents would never have talked like that to me. Yeah. They'd be like, yo, chill the fuck out, dude. Yeah. They'd be like, who do you, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You better watch your tone. Go to your room. We're having sausage for dinner. You'll be lucky if you get any. <laughs> I'm just remembering that sometimes when you got in trouble, your punishment was meatloaf, which was fine. <laughs> which was a fine meal. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, meatloaf. <Ugh. laughs> you grew up in a very Italian household. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Honestly, I turned out fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Anyway, so Andy's upset, and um, when he when the dad says that he'll be back in a couple weeks, Jack tells him not to bother. He tells him they have everything under control, and when their dad says that they that he works hard, Jack says he doesn't care how hard he works since he doesn't care about his family. 
Jack uh, spent some time writing some things down. He was bouncing that ball like, I'm going to fucking nail him with this line tomorrow morning over Brecky. <laughs> over Brecky? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> he's Irish? I mean, he's British now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, as the dad is about to leave, Jack slams the door shut and says that he won't let him leave because this is one conversation that he can't run away from. This scene. Kersmith. Fucking nail just yes some stellar aces acting yeah. um his dad tells him to be quiet and jack like his voice is cracking and he's yelling but emotional it's so good uh he says he won't calm down and he won't be quiet and then asks his dad to ask him the question again to ask him if he's gay um his dad tells him that he's not gay and jack says he is he is, and he knows it. And he's like, oh, my God. He's, like, sitting on the stairs, and he's crying and apologizing. He's, like, hugging the banister. Yes. He says it's that really he, sad. He didn't want to bother his family with his problems, but he can't try anymore. Oh, it's Ugh. so sad. His yeah, it is. dad tells him to stop crying. And then, finally, Andy kicks their dad out. Yeah, Andy. It's about time. She grew some balls. <laughs> great turns all around. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And just fantastic acting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. What a hard scene to watch, though. Very hard scene to watch. Harder than... I. The, obviously, the hardest and most, like, um, it is the moment of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then I was just thinking about the last episode at the locker. Yeah. So two very hard scenes. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the act. <laughs> act four at school, because... All that happened in the morning, um, Jack finds Joey and makes a plan to see her that night. And remember that Joey thinks that they're going to have this like romantic dinner and then sex stuff. And yeah. uh, Jack's like, oh, oh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I think it's going to be opposite, but we'll still be there. So let's still <laughs> let's keep the plans. But I don't think but we're still hungry. So yeah. we got to eat. But, like, you can make plans for after if you want. <laughs> <laughs> With another guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As everyone heads to English class, there's a note on the door saying that there's no class, no Peterson that day. And apparently no substitute teachers. Yeah, so everyone's just, like, free to roam the halls or? So weird. This is exactly what happened in the all-nighter, too. It was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So I guess we'll just do nothing for this hour? <laughs> Go to study hall? Oh, um, man. not sorry to see Mr. Peterson go. No love lost. No. And they try and do like almost a redemption for Peterson. They try almost. But it obviously and, and they don't go far enough. But um, well, we know the show's history with trying to redeem awful characters. <laughs> it's not good. This doesn't work. Um, Peterson tells like so class is canceled. Pacey's walking off, and then he sees Peterson in the classroom alone, so he heads in to talk to him. And it's really, honestly, just, uh, I guess, more redemption, even though he doesn't need it for Pacey. Like, it's a great scene for Pacey. There's no mm -hmm. redeeming this shit teacher. It's a terrible teacher. Yeah. Peterson tells him that he's quitting ahead of the school board meeting because he doesn't want to be told what he's done wrong for the last 30 years. Uh, I liked Pacey kind of trying to apologize a little bit. Pacey comes off as very mature. Yeah, it's very human. Yeah. PC is very mature. He is. He's wise beyond his ear. Well, he's had a terrible, he has a terrible home life, so. Yeah. yeah. He's had to learn quickly. Yeah. Peterson says that as awful as Pacey thinks he is to remember that Pacey came there to learn from him, which is like, no, 
He came there because the schedule told him to. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't like, ah, Peterson, I must take his class. Yes, yes. Everyone's raving about him. <laughs> he ends by telling Pacey that he's responsible for ending his career. Okay. Right. A little dramatic there, buddy, but yeah. whatever you need to tell yourself. Yeah. Uh, and that's the last we see of uh, Prince Peterson. Bye. Bye. Um, at Jen's, Ty comes over to apologize, but Jen says that it's not going to work out between them. Ty says, so we can't disagree? And asks her to teach him so that they can grow together. Yeah, he's trying a little too hard now. Yeah. It's probably best to cut ties. Mm-hmm. Cut. It out? Ties. Oh. Nice. Ties. I am brilliant. So Definitely good. was following what you were putting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Following what I was putting down. <laughs> Picking up what you were putting down. <laughs> I'm still watching a lot of Full House, so I had uh, Joey in my head. And in your defense, I often wear a cut-it-out shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are Kim Moffat. Yeah, they're really comfortable. Ty says that he's open-minded as of about two seconds ago, um, and then asks her if her liberal ways are as open. <sighs> like, yeah, that's... What liberal That's is? That's kind of what being a liberal is. That's like our deal. <laughs> yeah, we like accept people for who they are, but... It's wild. Jen tells her that he certainly has a charm, which, like, he does. He's char- he's charming, but still, you know. A bit of a psychopath. I don't think it's going to work out between them. At school, Pacey goes to Andy. They've been looking for each other and then bicker about which one of them gets to apologize first. So, classic. Back to Cute. normal. Cute. Cute. They both have a great apology, with Andy saying that she molded Pacey into the person she wanted him to be, which she did with her dad, too. And then, um, magic. They're back together. Magic. At the dock, before we see Jack, we see Joey putting together, like, this sweet romantic dinner for them with no idea what's about to happen. No. She does not see it coming. Jack tells her that she shouldn't have done all that. And she knows when she looks at him. She just, like, knows what is about to happen. He doesn't know how to start and she asks him to be honest this time. He says he told his dad that he's gay and when Joey says, so you are gay, he like doesn't really know how to respond. So he says no, but it's not a real no. And Joey's asking like, you aren't gay, part gay. And Jack asks a little bit and it's, or Jack laughs a little bit. It's like, it's a mess. So uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And Joey asks him not to laugh at her because she doesn't know what he's trying to say. I feel, Aww. I know. It's so, it's so sweet. It's all of it. I know. <laughs> Every emotion. Every emotion. Uh, so she asks him again, are you gay? And he nods and says, writing the poem clicked something inside of him that's been quiet for a while and it made him realize that it's never going to go away. Um, but he can't stand the, side of the thought of losing her and he doesn't want to hurt her either. She says she knows the rest and then thanks him for being honest and they kind of just like hold hands across the table for a moment. Well, they did have something cute and special. And yeah. Who didn't fall for a gay guy at one point in their lives? Yeah, listen, it, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah. At home, Andy's eating dinner alone and then hugs Jack when he gets home. Very nice little yeah, uh, sweet button for their relationship. Like, I got you. Yeah. Andy's brother. And then at Dawson's, Joey climbs in through the window of love and just crash it, crawls in next to Dawson crying. If there was dialogue in this scene, I really wanted to imagine it of just Joey coming in going, my boyfriend's gay. (laughs) And like fades black. (laughs) That's exactly what she's doing. Like my boyfriend's gay. 
<laughs> so funny. It's not funny, but like <laughs> thinking about it is funny. Thinking about that ending to like this mm-hmm. very dramatic episode. And yeah. then that's the ending. Yeah. Hey, we're gay. <laughs> I like that you're the way you're saying it ends with an A. Mm, no. <laughs> um yeah, that, those are our that's, episodes. That's the two-parter. What did you think? I thought they were really, the last few episodes that we've recapped have been really solid. I really think that they've hit their stride. I love all of our characters. I love that we haven't seen Abby in a while. Mm-hmm. That was, that's a nice little breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And I'm really interested to see where they go with this storyline with Jack and more. Yeah. I, um, I was nervous that it would not age well, as I said, but. And it didn't. It didn't. But I thought that some of the things that they did were great as far as like doing kind of what Dawson's Creek does, which is no quick fixes. Um, and I think also being honest with the characters as far as, you know, even when they're not great, not great looks. Yeah, for because them. you do still have to show a certain perspective. Yeah. Um, and Andy at one point in the episode was the voice of people, especially at the time, who probably really reacted that way, but you know, they're going on this journey with her, hopefully to acceptance. So yeah, you got to show both sides sometimes. I can remember. So when we were talking a couple episodes ago, um, the episode where they're shooting Dawson's movie, his leading lady and um, Andy has taken the pills and it's all very dramatic. And we were saying yeah. like, do you remember you were asking me if I remember any reaction to it? And I said, no, because we had upcoming episodes that kind of overshadowed it. And this is what I was talking about. So mm-hmm. I can remember so distinctly because there really weren't a whole lot of storylines like this um, for like teen dramas in 1999. And so I can remember it being, I guess I was in, I guess I was a freshman in high school. Um, this being like a conversation in the halls about like, did you watch Dawson's Creek? About sexuality and stuff? Um, no, about Dawson's Creek and specifically about Jack's sexuality. Because yeah. it was such a popular show. Right. And people talking about that. Oh, well. Some. Good, I guess some it was bad. good to get the conversation started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is part of what entertainment is there for. This is not a spoiler. Jack's character is actually part of... He was later a part of the first man-on-man kiss in network television. Wow. In America. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. How that's a big deal. It's a very big deal. And we'll maybe when we come to that episode, we'll talk more about reaction or whatever. Wow. So that doesn't happen until like the two thousands or ninety-nine. I don't know when it happens. Somewhere but... around there, yeah. I can't remember exactly when it happens either, but um... wow, that's so late. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. That was Dawson's Creek, nod to Emily Bronte with the to be or not to be. That is the question. The episode titles. And uh, yeah. we're going to get so many DMs of people being like, are you guys stupid? And first of all, yeah. yes. <laughs> but uh, no, we know it's not Emily Bronte. Yeah, we know it's Vincent Van Gogh. That's even funnier because he's not even a writer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I appreciate that was funnier than what I was going to come up with. What were you going to say? I was going to say William <laughs> Defoe, <laughs> who's an actor looking good too. and whose name is Willem. <laughs> Willem. Is it really Willem? Yeah, it's not William. It's Willem. Man. I know. It's kind of like how Lorne Michaels is Lorne, L-O-R-N-E. And like, yeah. 
you apparently it's like a big deal. Obviously, like you can't call him Lauren, but Lauren and Lauren are kind of the same. <laughs> so it's yeah. really hard to decipher. Very similar. Yeah. But uh, Willem. Interesting. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I just watched that episode last night. Nice. Uh, anyway. Next week, we'll be talking about season two, episode 16. Look how far. Oh, we my are. gosh. We're really trucking all along. Who knew that we'd still be doing this? By season two, episode 16. Not you, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Maddie. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. She's been our fan from day one, and everyone knows that. It's been her and Kamala. <laughs> for sure. Uh, episode title, Be Careful What You Wish For. All right. Okay. Zaz, if anyone wanted to talk to you about meatloaf recipes that are still good, but also somehow punishment, where can they get you on social media? <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore. Um, at Ashley Zaz on Instagram and Twitter, I'm going to save all of my explanation for when you DM me about meatlo- meatloaf. Meatballs? And meatballs. I make a killer meatball. This I know only from Instagram because I don't eat them, but they yeah. look great. And sausage. Sausage. This is not even like a joke. I actually make sausage. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. With, I, they look With the last name like Zazarino, like you got to really lean into it. Um, <laughs> and Kim. Oh, I don't have, a, I don't have a funny thing to say. Mm, great. Guess what? Neither do I at Kim Moffat. <laughs> if anybody has anything funny to say that you want to lend Kim, cause she could use it. Uh, please DM her at Kim Moffat. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the show is number one on in your hearts and minds and social media and social media at Dawson's darlings. Ah, plural. Not not to be confused with Dawson's Darlings. <laughs> Dawson's Darlings. Hey, listen, <laughs> we really appreciate you listening, especially by the end of these podcasts, because we know we go really off the rails because we're ridiculous. Yeah. But we love you and we love Philadelphia cream cheese. Please sponsor us. Mm-hmm.